Welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And uh, we have been uh, just going crazy recently. Guys, first of all, surprise. You get a you get an extra episode. Have we lost our minds? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine this. It's not Wednesday and you're listening to our voices. Uh, this is just a little treat for you guys. We've never done it before. We may never do it again. Who knows? Yeah, we may never do this again. We may never do this podcast again. Just kidding. Um, But we, there's been so much going on recently that we just felt like we had to do a bonus episode and let you guys know we just could not fit everything into one episode. That's right. Um, This is maybe the most exciting slash exhausting time of year basketball wise Mm, yeah true so much craziness is going on yeah um and we just have been wrapped up into it yeah it's crazy and everything's happening all at once yes so it's hard to um even remember (laughs) everything that's happened since the last time we recorded yeah so we you know a we're finding out who got into the playoffs right actually you know what Let's just get into it. Okay. Let's get into it in this little segment we call Previously on Basketball. Basketball. Wait, what was that? Is that a French show? Yeah, that's the French version of Big Brother. It's called Secret Story. Oh, sounds sexy. Nice. <laughs> I'm getting horny just thinking about it. Oh, all right. I got it. She's real horned up right now. <laughs> well, it is warm in here, and you know that that correlates. Um, yeah, let's talk about what happened this week. I mean, we've got quite a list. Yeah. We cut a bunch of stuff off of it. Yeah, there's actually, you all might be like, oh, well, why didn't they talk about this thing? Well, guess what? We don't have to all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're fucking busy. Yeah. We have jobs. We've got lives, okay? I mean, not much We've got stuff, okay? Stop <laughs> grilling us on what we have. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Magic Johnson abruptly quits the Lakers. The WNBA is coming back with a logo refresh. Jazz's Kyle Korver pens thoughtful essay on race and privilege. Agata's dad, Dirk Nowitzki, announces his retirement. Dwayne Wade states that he will turn to therapy to ease his transition to retired life. Giannis doesn't like being Hollywood, declines a role in Space Jam 2. Bradley Beal has an adorable reaction to a heckler. Steph Curry apparently needed contact lenses this whole time. Kings head coach Dave Yerger fired by grumpy-faced Vladdy Divac. Luke Walton and the Lakers break up, and he's already with another team. Okay, so and the team is the Kings. Yeah, yeah. The, the Kings. I mean, I don't think it's official, official, but I think very heavy rumors. No, Watch was tweeting about it today. Yeah, they, I know, they, but they, it, I don't offer. think that they can necess. I don't think they've like necessarily signed anything yet. Um, but he was offered by the Kings uh, to coach. Nice. Which we're happy about. Good on yeah. you, Luke. 
Yeah, I mean, the coaches really get traded around just as much as the players do. Yeah. And it's wild, like, how much firing happened immediately as the season ended. Right. Um, let's talk about continuing with the Lakers. Magic Johnson quit in the worst possible way. If you're, let's say, you know, you have your first job, you've never quit a job before and you want to, you want to. Yeah. Don't follow Magic Johnson's lead. It's got to be the wildest thing that has happened all season. This press conference of Magic Johnson. Um, let's play a clip and then we'll talk about it. And then I got a great life. I was like, damn, I got a great life outside of this. What, the, <laughs> what am I doing? You know, I got a beautiful life. So I'm going to go back to that beautiful life. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, somebody's going to have to tell my boss because I know she's going to be sick. But I know I couldn't face her face to face and tell her. Even though I was just with her yesterday. And, and uh, we had a, a three-hour meeting about the direction of this great organization. And uh, so today, Rachel, I'm free, my love. I was, did you re- have you really not told Jeannie yet? <clears throat> no, I haven't. I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't stand and tell her. But the one thing that she had in me, somebody she could trust and loyal to her. And then I will be that as well. Wait, how are Clearly you loyal yeah. to her? <laughs> We've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting there saying, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> this, is actually, this is actually a dream. Like, I, every time I've quit a job, I've thought, I've been sitting in meetings before I've told someone and I've been like, I'm not going to be here. And, you know, I don't give a shit, yeah. you know. And this, I know that feeling. The stress is off of you. Right. But it's very disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, the gist of what he's saying is I'm too rich to care. Like, he's like, I I don't n- need this bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I have money. I don't want to be stressed out about like. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Great drop. <laughs> um and yeah accurate um it's just it it was the funniest way that anyone could have possibly quit their job and he just the like the zero fucks that he gives he really does not give a fuck he and it's funny he said he that hasn't told Jeannie bus who because he couldn't because he loves her but this is such a fuck you to Jeannie and then he's like you got you have my loyalty and my trust it's like obviously she fucking doesn't yeah because you don't even give her the like the small token of like doing it to her first before going public with it like yeah that is insane and i like that he talked directly to rachel nichols in the in the middle of the press conference and then later on he does like a more in-depth interview with rachel nichols but it's just like this is someone who's like why did I get in this situation where I had a day job again when I really don't need to? I'm too rich. <laughs> I'm too rich for this bullshit. Yeah. All right. What's our next clip? So we, um, one really great thing that came out recently was Kyle Corver wrote in um, the Players Tribune a essay about race You know, this all stemmed from the issue that happened at the Jazz game where a fan um, sort of attacked, uh, verbally attacked um, Russell Westbrook. And so Kyle Korver penned this essay about privilege. And 
I think the great thing about this essay is he's a white dude saying, look, here's why this is important. I think a lot of shitty white dudes are going to read this. And because it's coming from Kyle Korver, respect it a lot more. Totally. And I, yeah. And like a big part of what he wrote was like, not just like, don't be shitty and racist, which like, obviously, but also like, because he's in a position where he's working with so many non-white people, like he has to like actively be out there, like standing up for them and standing up for their rights. And like, it's not enough to just be like, Oh, I'm not the one doing it, but he's like, there needs to be a step further than that, which I think that is like a really good place for him to be. Yeah. Like for him to be promoting that and, his fans to see that and be like, oh, okay, well, I'm not, you know, standing up at a game and screaming at a player, so I'm not that bad. But like, the reality is like, everybody should be examining their privilege and what it means. Well, I think also what kind of what his, you know, thesis comes down to is the fact that just because you're not the one yelling out racist things or like attacking people because of their race that doesn't mean you're not a part of the system that makes it harder for people of color he brings up you know like you're saying he he's saying that you can't just sit by the sidelines if this is an issue that's actually important to you you can't just sit by the sidelines watch things happen and not speak out about it and he said the first step is a discussion and a look in the mirror. And so he actually had a discussion. Um, You can find it on YouTube. I think it's on the Players Tribune uh, YouTube page with some of his teammates. Um, George Niang, Tabo uh, Safalosha, and Ekpe Udo, they all sat down to talk about this. And um, they all gave their perspective being both on the court and off the court, which was really great. Uh, This is something that you should watch regardless of like interest in basketball because it just brings up so many good points about how uh, I think a, a lot of white people say, well, my life wasn't easy. I've had it hard. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe you've had difficulties in your life. But the truth is, is a person of color going through those same exact difficulties would have it even harder simply because of the way they look or their name or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's all, it all comes down to systematic, like, racism. Like, yeah. And, yeah, the people that, the white people that refuse to acknowledge that or say, like, yeah, I've worked just as, or I, you know, I wasn't given anything. It's not true. I mean, those privileges are granted to you based on the color of your skin and the way you look and, like, if you're a man, especially like, you know, it's, it's, it might be subtle, but it's like those subtle things that can completely change a person's life. And actually I think we have a clip of George Nyang, um, talking kind of specifically about that heckler in at the jazz game. Um, but I think this is a really great point. That guy in that arena obviously had a a misunderstanding of of what he thought right from wrong is and what he thought was heckling or he maybe he thought he was doing us a, a service as a Utah Jazz by throwing Russ mm-hmm. off his game but mm-hmm. realistically he was hurting 
all of us, yeah, you know, and I don't, I think, yeah, I think people need to realize that, like, you may think by degrading someone or saying something is mentally messing them up, but we all know the NBA is a fraternity and, you know, we all are one. I think we need to continue doing this and the next step would be, what can we do better after this, you know, just talking about. All right, it stopped playing. <laughs> uh, um, well, you get the gist. You could, you should watch the whole video, though. Yeah, definitely watch this video. There's too many clips that we wanted from this to actually play on this show. We would have just ended up playing the whole thing, right? Uh, because it's so good. All of these men make great points, mm-hmm. and they say they seem to be challenging each other a little bit too. They're like okay, well, what does that mean to you? What are you going to do moving forward? You know, it was not just a fluffy conversation. Yeah. Um, so anyways, worth checking out. And please read Kyle Corver's piece as well. Yeah, it was a really well-written piece. Um, we tweeted it out if anyone wants to find it. Okay, let's talk about my dad, <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki. Everyone that listens to the show knows that I love Dirk so much. I mean, he's the reason I ever watched a basketball game ever was a fan of the Mavericks um and everybody fucking loves the guy I mean it's impossible to not like him he's a sweetie he's great to work with he's great at basketball he brought a championship to Dallas when no one else could have possibly done that um you know and he has been going through the season just kind of not acknowledging that it's his last season but everybody knows it's been a it's been a goodbye tour but he's kind of been like he hasn't said maybe it. I'll do one more year. Like he's been sort yeah. of like teasing it, not really wanting people to. Yeah. Um, I don't think he wanted a goodbye tour. You know, yeah, it's just he not his style. He did, yeah, exactly. He didn't want it to be like so flashy. Uh, people gave it to him anyways, just because he's a fucking legend. Um, played the most seasons with a single team uh, in history, uh, twenty-one seasons with the Dallas Mavericks, um, and and you know the city of Dallas really loves him and. Um, at the last home game, uh, of the season, the Mavericks, like, you know, I'm sure they were playing like videos in the stadium and stuff of him just being a cutie pie and showing his journey from like a scrap scrawny little German boy to, he originally played in Lederhosen. Did you know that? (laughs) So cute. (laughs) So like, yeah, I mean, now he's like big and strong and confident and, uh and then he he uh made an announcement so Gabe hit it uh as you guys might expect uh this was my last home game um, uh, yeah I'm trying my yoga breathing, but it's not really working that well. So cute. I mean, deafening screams in there and deafening screams from my mouth as well. You were just (laughs) screaming in your apartment as you played that. Yeah, I was like, I really did cry. I was like, it's so sad. He's so emotional about it. And then in his um, last NBA game, which is an away game, he teared up as... I can't remember where it was, but they played another video of him in the arena and he started crying and sort of covered his face. It's so emotional. I can't even imagine like this is just such a huge change in his life and it's just 
sad. I'm, I think he's probably feeling a lot of feelings about it. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Bradley Beal. Yeah. Let's, let's close out on a silly thing. Uh, you should look this up because it's really his physical reaction. Um, but let's go ahead and hear how Bradley Beal deals with someone yelling at him as he exits the court. He says, he says, who suck? I suck. And then puts his hands on his hips and gives a like, what kind of face. It makes a very goofy, like what me little me. (laughs) It's maybe the cutest thing ever. It's adorable. He's fucking precious. He's very precious. Um, and fuck you to the fan who's screaming. You suck at him. That's the kind of person I hope does not listen to this podcast. Yeah. And if you do, if you're that heckler and you listen to the show, hit the unsubscribe button right now or keep subscribing but just change your ways <laughs> one of those no, two options unsubscribe right you now unsubscribe we don't want you so this is a very special episode oh boy so for so many reasons uh every and episode is special every okay i'm sorry other episodes <laughs> i didn't mean to offend you i love you all equally um but we actually went out of town to watch a basketball game we went on an airplane <laughs> we, we went on we airplane just go out of town we flew we went hours you sounded like a little kid we went on airplane <laughs> we go airplane <laughs> uh we went to portland to watch the sacramento kings at the portland Trail Blazers on april 10th 2019 um and this so let's give a little context here this is all thanks to um, one of our absolute cutest of cuties. I mean, he gets a cutie of the week award. Yeah. Maybe times 10. I don't know. Cutie of the year award. Of the year. Uh, to our friend Nick Bjork, who um, is a listener of the show and reached out and told us that he is a season ticket holder for the Portland Trailblazers. And if we want to come up there and see a game, uh, we could use his seats. So we uh, made it happen. We rearranged our schedules. We took days <laughs> off work. We did um, to make it to the. This was the last regular game of the of the season, um, and we flew up to Portland for 24 hours because we couldn't take off any more time. <laughs> <laughs> so we really spent just one day there. Uh, we literally arrived at 1 p.m. and left at 1 p.m. Yeah. It was like almost exactly 24 hours. Yeah, and it, we had a great time. It was. Perfect. Yeah. So, um, Nick Bjork, a, your name, your last name is awesome. We thought maybe you talked like Bjork, but you didn't, (laughs) you have a normal man's voice. Um, and B, this is honestly the sweetest thing. Thank you so much. Yeah. We really like, we had such a fun time. Portland is amazing. Every time I go there, I'm like, this city is great. Maybe I should move here. Uh, but then I think about the rain and stuff. <laughs> it was raining as it was cold quit, the whole rainy. weekend. It or was cold. Not rainy. weekend. It was one not day, a weekend. It was a Wednesday. Um, yeah. One Wednesday. Let's go ahead and meet the boys and then we'll tell you more. Well, great group of guys. Okay. So. Sorry, I was drinking wine. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> One of those apps. 
I'm a white wine lady. Just kidding. This You are though. I mean, I am drinking white wine, but this is maybe the first time in like six months that I've had white wine. All right, anyways. The starters for the Kings. Sacramento. Oh, yes. <laughs> are De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, Nemanja Bialica, Harrison Barnes, Willie Cauley Stein. And their bench players are Marvin Bagley III, Yogi Farrell, and uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. The head coach is Dave Gerger. Mm, not anymore. <laughs> oh, that's true. That was his last game oh, with the Kings. Daisy. Um, okay, and then on the Trailblazers. Dave is different. <laughs> <laughs> Oh New God. drop for the Trailblazers. Tim Baltz. So nice. Uh, Tim Baltz, previous guest, gave us such a great drop. <laughs> um, and da- you know what? Dame is different. Dame is different. We saw Dame him up close. Dame is different. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Okay, so uh, we've got Jake Lehman, Skull Labissier, Mayers Leonard, Anthony Simons, Gary Trent Jr., and on the bench we've got Zach Collins. Um, head coach Terry Stotts in a wild blazer. Oh my god, his blazer was amazing. Yeah, and um, a the, lot of the a lot of the main boys uh, for the Trailblazers were sitting this one out. I guess just because it was they'd the end already of the gone into the playoffs, right? They're resting, so I mean, I don't think they really needed to win this one, right? And Nurkic, of course, you know, had a horrible, disgusting leg injury, um, so he's just gone for a long time. Uh, but then we've got poor guy. Yeah, hope you get better soon. Uh, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. Dame is different. <laughs> Should have seen that coming. Damian Lillard. Don't click it again. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to. Uh, CJ McCollum, Seth Curry, and his canter were all just sitting on the bench, which coincidentally was right in front of us. What? <laughs> we were like two rows away from the Blazers bench. Yeah. And you know we were watching them all the time. Oh, we were getting a good eyeful. Uh let's get into the game (laughs) let's play some basketball all right let us play basketball oh let us play basketball and we will kd (laughs) so we're gonna be playing so we land Yeah, we're in the we're in the game now, baby. We're in the Portland game. We land at PDX Airport. We it's but even before we land, we see how rainy it is. The rain is yeah. like splattering across it's our wet. window. Everywhere. Wet. The whole city is wet. Um we show up. We so we're staying with my cousin who lives there, um, and she directs us to her home, which is very nice. It's great. Um Thank you. Shout out to my cousin Bridget who uh, hooked us up with a mattress to sleep on, put our little heads on. And we immediately go out for really good Mexican food. Yeah, we got tacos and margaritas. And I got these really great like veggie flautas. What was that place called? It's called um, Porque something. Porque no. Porque no. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a very, I, I love a margarita, but I don't like a margarita that's just tequila and margarita mix. Yeah. I like like a real legit margarita. Like this felt like they 
they squeezed limes themselves yeah. and made like a delicious concoction. Yeah. And everyone who worked there was so nice. Everybody who lives in Portland, as far as I can tell, is just a sweetie pie. Also, everyone who worked there was insanely cute. Yeah. Beautiful and sweet. I was like, should we just stay in this restaurant and try and kiss <laughs> yeah. these people? Yeah. And then after dinner, we essentially whisked away to go meet our boy, Nick Bjork. Yeah. So he was out of Portland for a work thing and he was trying to make it back to meet up with us before the game. We were trying to like coordinate so that we could see him and it wasn't just a exchange over email. Um, and we just wanted to meet him cause he was such a sweetie pie. And you know what? We met him and he lived up to all of our expectations. So sweet. Yeah. Nice guy. We talked about, uh, everything we tried to get everything <laughs> under the sun in in like 45 minutes yeah we met at a place called spirit of 77 which was super cute and if you just want to like go to a bar and watch the game this was a pretty good place to it has, go it had the biggest tv i've ever seen yeah there was like there's like four or five screens and one of them was massive yeah like, it took up a whole wall yeah and it was playing like like it was playing like four different nba games yeah yeah so if you want to go watch a basketball game, or maybe they play other sports too um, in the off season, so definitely go check it out. Yeah. So we were close to the arena, and we just walked over there, um, said goodbye to our friend Nick, um, and we headed over. The arena is called Moda Center. What's Moda? Do we know? Is it phone? Is it phone? <laughs> 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 is it phone i don't know it might be phone it looks like it's it it health insurance <laughs> okay well uh, it's not phone then um so we get to moda center <laughs> and we see in front of it is this big like one of those like ground fountains that shoots water up mm -hmm. and they're these big statues with like fire coming off of them and there's a big thing that says Rip City right in front. Yeah. But the eye in City is missing because you get to be the eye. What? <laughs> yeah. So we're watching people take photos in the eye position of Rip City. Yeah. And we're like, should we do this? We should. Yeah. But we asked the drunkest woman yeah. possible to take our photo. A total rando who took a photo. We're going to post one of them. Yeah. The photos are not great. Also, a complete stranger walked up to us after and said you're not going to be able to use any of those yeah this lady yeah. doesn't know us but she's like that lady was so drunk those photos were really bad you're not going to be able to use any of them <laughs> and then we were like about to say oh well will you take our photo but then her daughter she jumped up there away. she took photos of her daughter so i guess yeah, but, well she, we still got a pretty good photos they're kind of funny but there's one that's super funny where she like zoomed in super hard on us <laughs> yeah. so you're you don't see the rip cd at all and it looks like we're on a fake background and we're like at a couple's like photo shoot <laughs> yeah yeah and we're i mean we're very good the space was meant for one person so we shoved we're into, hugging yeah we're, we're close <laughs> we're close to each other um it's adorable um yeah so we decide to go inside um we looked around at food options i was getting kind of hungry yeah we went to one place but honestly 
it seemed like every place in there was amazing. Yeah, it seemed I, like I feel that way about the Portland airport too. It's yeah. just like so many good food options. It's not crazy expensive. Same thing at the arena. It's like all these places I wanted to eat, but we just walked around for a little bit. Uh, we looked at the merch. There was a place called Dap and Noodle that looked amazing. And had I been hungrier, I would have gotten something there. But instead, we went to a place. Um, what was the name of that place? I don't remember. Which one? The chicken place. Oh, I have no idea. We went to some chicken place and Agata got spicy chicken and I got some French fries. I got buffalo chicken tenders. And it was really tasty. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Delicious. And we got drinks. Or uh, Did you get a drink? I, I did. A, okay. I got the commemorative cup because I wanted the oh, commemorative right. cup. Um, and it like it's like the soda with refills or whatever. Mm. But the design on the cup is insanely cute. It's just all red and it has sort of like the city in line drawing. Mm -hmm. It's very cute. I highly recommend getting it (laughs) if you go there. I got a tequila soda, which is what I switched to after I drank a margarita. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to cut down on that sugar. Um, Yeah. And we headed down to our seats, which like we mentioned, right behind the player's bench. What a joy. We get to our seats and there's a couple things. There is a free hat. It is fan appreciation night, people. Yeah. And there's two hats on my seat. But the guy behind (laughs) us was like, oh, that's actually my hat, which I, we should have asked him. Yeah. (laughs) I should have questioned him about that. I was thinking like, should I, it's probably not worth fighting about because I don't want two hats. (laughs) You could have worn two hats at once. That's true. I mean, I did wear my hat for the rest of the trip. Yeah. I mean, it's a great hat. It's a great hat. We actually asked Nick, like, oh, we're stealing your hat. Do you want it back? And he was like, no, dude, I have a ton of hats. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And Nick, Enjoy if, you, it. if you change your mind, we, we can send them back we, to you. They're kind of sweaty, but we will send <laughs> yeah, it to they're you. They're definitely sweaty. Uh, we also, on our seats, is a little thing that says conduct advisory. And it has, like, the NBA logo. Inappropriate. This is what it says. Inappropriate behavior will not be tolerated. Fans who engage in such behavior will be subject to ejection from the game and or cancellation of the ticket holder's account. So, Nick, you're lucky that we did not do anything horrible. We reined it in for once uh, because we were close enough to be like, Damien, Damien, eat my ass. (laughs) Is that what you would have said? I mean, I don't know. It's an options. Um, I did, well, we'll get into this later. Uh, we didn't do anything bad. We were on our best behavior. Honestly, I was so overwhelmed by everything. I couldn't It was a lot. do anything. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, we, Anastasia made a friend. <laughs> so we sit down and our row's pretty empty because we got there ab- about an hour before tip off. And we wanted to see shoot around, which I'm so glad we did. Um, but we sit down, our row's pretty empty, and the only other person in our row is right next to me. Her name is Estelle, and I became best friends with her. <laughs> yeah, I got a little jealous. <laughs> oh, no. You were neglecting me. Can I also say that watching from home, every time I caught a glimpse of you two on TV, Anastasia was talking animatedly to the other lady. Yes. To the other that's, side of her. That's and I'm exactly like, what was happening. And I got us kind of sit there rolling her eyes, taking a sip of her drink. <laughs> I that's tried exactly to engage both of them, but Estelle kept talking to me. And because, okay, first of all, Estelle, if you're listening, hello, we love you. 
Um, and we we're talking. I mentioned that we had a podcast and like someone gave us these seats. She was asking me about the podcast. She gave me recs for other good podcasts. And we just got into this conversation and I kept trying to bring Agata into it, but it was so loud in there. It's like hard to hear anyone who's not immediately next to you. Yeah. So I don't think Agata could hear anything Estelle was saying. I know. I couldn't hear her at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so sorry. About I got that. very jealous. <laughs> oh, no. You can see the looks in the screenshots that gave. <laughs> we'll take a couple <laughs> photos and post them on the website. Uh, um, also, some of those uh, just. Hi, it's producer Gabe, by the way. <laughs> you don't have Wait, to say what? that. <laughs> it's me, PG. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to say, you know, I was watching from home. I uh, drank an entire bottle of red wine. <laughs> Because I was very jealous of both of you Aww. for being on this trip. We missed you. Um, but uh, I, I enjoyed watching from home. And at the point when I was getting all these screenshots of you at the beginning, they the the two commentators, Kevin Calabro and Lamar Hurd, who are great. Oh, um, the, they're the Portland commentators. Um, they were talking about drip. Oh, and I think Kevin Calabro was kind of the older guy. It was a very similar conversation than we've seen b- that we've heard before, where he was like talking about drip, and Lamar Heard was like, "What do you know about drip?" <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. Him. That is cute. Uh, cute, cute, cute. Um, so we sit down, and the players aren't out yet. And first thing we notice is the game ball is being handed down. Through the crowd. Mm-hmm. I've never noticed this before. Maybe this happens everywhere. I don't know. I've never seen that before. But the game ball is actually being handed down from like right by where the players come out, the tunnel they come out of. Yeah. Um, the crowd is sort of passing it down, passing it down, passing it down until it gets to the court. Then these little children line up in front of the home bench and it was really cute because all of their parents were like just to the right of us. Yeah. And they were like waving yeah, and like taking cute. <laughs> so the kids line up and then all of the blazers come out, slap the kids' hands and go shoot around. And it was very cute. And Agata got a very special video of Dame shooting. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So he wasn't playing in the game. Uh, we knew this beforehand but he did dress up and shoot around with everybody and i took a video of him he took a a few uh three-point shots with his left hand and i posted on instagram tagged him and he reposted it and he said i guess i'm a lefty now or something like that yeah it was so cute he sees agata's little picture and sees her name do you think he remembers me oh i think he'll remember you forever yeah i was like dying i still am dying (laughs) i mean you know i'm a big fan he's first of all obviously a great amazing player but also just seems like a sweetie pie seems sweet insanely handsome so handsome a very good basketball player and honestly it was crazy supportive he wasn't playing like he we knew this in advance and yet was still like so active on the bench like going out talking to the young kids who were playing 
Um, yeah. And it just was like, I don't know. It was really cool. We were watching him and other players on the bench quite a bit because they were right in front of us. Yeah, I was just staring at them <laughs> and making them feel weird. I think we actually have a photo that Gabe took where Agata's face is like so laser focused on the bench guys <laughs> and my mouth is wide open because I'm obviously talking too much about God knows what <laughs> and Agata's just like looks so insanely serious seriously yeah, horny. I am locked in <laughs> <laughs> I am locked in with horniness <laughs> Uh, we'll post that everywhere. I think that's a good one to post for the episode. That'll, that'll be our episode. Um, I mean, yeah, I got overwhelmed. It was crazy. At one point, Ennis Cantor was looking Cutie right pie. at me. I made eye contact with him and I waved hi to him <laughs> and he immediately turned his head away from me. Like, nope, I don't see you. <laughs> Not waving back. Oh, well, uh, he's got his own problems. Yeah. He can't but, leave the country. <laughs> but it was very cute seeing him and Seth and other dudes just like chilling on the bench. Yeah. Um. So we see on the Jumbotron that at, at one point, Zach Collins on the Jumbotron is like, hey, guys, this is a song that gets me pumped. I want you to listen to it as we get ready for the game. <laughs> and... Maybe they do this every game. They just have a player play one song that pumps them up. But I just thought it was really cute. Um, I want to mention their dancers. Oh, shit. This was next level. They're not even just dancers. They are straight up cheerleaders. They are throwing people in the air, people standing on shoulders. Like, I've never seen that in an NBA game. I almost think they had two squads. They had, like the legit cheerleader squad that was like they were throwing each other up and standing on each other's shoulders and stuff they were like standing in the audience like or in the in the stands like it was crazy and then they also had like a dancer squad that was both men and women and uh, the other squad was also men and women and they were doing like crazy good like hip-hop dancing yeah all of that their like hype crew was perfect yeah it was it, there were so many people too of like uh, between those two groups they were just getting everyone pumped up the fans were like hyped up from the very beginning yeah the the crowd was really incredible it was packed in there first of all the they didn't have a whole lot of like songs and sound like you know we've told you before that the clippers are like everybody clap your hands you know like that kind of stuff yeah they didn't have a lot of that or that i could remember maybe i was just over at least for like the beginning of the game there was very little like overhead sound but there was like the cheerleaders pumping everyone up and the crowd was like already pumped it was really incredible and um blaze the trail cat can we talk about him for a second yeah we have to (laughs) he's great yeah big fan cutie pie super cute he has a cartoon cat's face (laughs) more so than other mascots like this is a legit like cartoony face right and you know i i don't know if i've said this on the show i've definitely said this to you guys i want a photo with chuck the condor yes um you know, I've been to enough Clippers games where it should have happened by now. It has not happened. We've been trying, yeah, we are. but We've been it trying. just hasn't happened. Um, yeah, but like 
in this game, everything kind of aligned perfectly. Um, there was a moment where we see Blaze taking up the stairs right next to us, uh, just go like going up the stairs, and I'm like, let's he, go. Yeah, Agata was like, oh my god, there's Blaze. Let's go. And so we jump up. We follow him up the stairs. He's actually stopping to take photos with people anyways. With children, yes. <laughs> yeah, only children. Yes. We are the only adults who stop him and we're like, excuse us, Blaze. Can yeah. we take a photo well, with you? Anastasia's trying to talk to him, but he obviously can't hear or see her because of the peripheral. Like, yeah, we're mess. behind him. Yeah. Yeah, we're right. We're like behind him as he's climbing up the stairs. And Anastasia's like, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. There's like a, a, an eight year old girl there. Like, yeah, he's, he's turning to see who's yelling, excuse me, Blaze. <laughs> excuse me, Blaze. That's already a funny statement to say, but. He's turning and he sees like eight year old after eight year old. So he's like, oh, I guess it's this eight year old that wants to take a photo with me. Yeah. No, it's two grown ass women yeah. right behind you. We've got a lot of eight years between <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> so he eventually turns around and sees this like, oh, okay. And he has this like perfect selfie face. Like he knows just what to do immediately. <laughs> we take, yeah, we take a few photos. We will post one. It makes me laugh every time I look at it because His he smile. looks so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and we look so excited to be doing a photo with him. he has this smile that is like so silly and just like adorable and cartoony i think that's just that he has like a cartoon face yeah um it, yeah it's it's perfect for a photo um what an angel thank you blaze if you're listening we love you we do love you uh and please listen <laughs> <laughs> to our podcast yeah um so a couple things before we get into the actual action uh layman comes out and gives a little speech before the game starts to say thank you so much fans we've loved you you know we made it to the playoffs because of you and other stuff also cj mccollum is not dressed out he is in a amazing blue suit yeah he looks great he looks great i got a great video of him stealing candy and gum from the little ref station <laughs> uh which maybe we'll post and um, that's what they were talking about him when they were talking about drip oh really uh, yeah. yeah that makes that sense. makes sense because he looked great he was he wearing did. this like blue it's not quite plaid, but like thin stripes. Yeah. And then also the coach um, was wearing a crazy jacket, it, which was like a 70s jacket. Yeah. It, it was wild. It, yeah. I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say. Didn't love um, it. I thought it was cool, but in like a I'm an old 70s dude kind of <laughs> way. <laughs> So um, the game starts and we're learning these young guys because we don't really know the right. players. All the name, all the big names are sitting out. So we're yes. like, okay, who's the rest of this team? So um, we see Leonard. He's a cutie. Um, yeah. He's a big dude. And he's already like doing pretty well. Like right off the bat, he's playing pretty well. Um. He's that guy. Oh, yeah. Arm guy. <laughs> big arms guy. He's got big old... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in the photo. We'll post where we're in the background. Um, but he's got... His arms are biceps. kind of bananas. Also, Anthony has huge hair. And, oh, Blaze is in that photo, too. I didn't realize. <laughs> They're all just hanging out together. <laughs> um, we also see our old friends on the Kings... 
you know, there's yeah. um, De'Aaron Fox, Fox, and he's wearing Buddy some... Healed. Buddy Healed. Um, the De'Aaron Fox is wearing some really cool orange shoes in the first half. Um, we also see Harrison Barnes, who was traded from the Mavericks. Yeah, that's true. Um, in the infamous mid-game trade where... <laughs> there's just a shot of him looking so sad so sad uh but honestly i think maybe that's a good a good trade for him i think so yeah like the the kings are such a fun team and they have such good potential that i feel like he's in a good place it looked like he fit so well with how they were playing yeah he is a good player but he's not necessarily like exciting to watch but he's like a good solid like teammate team team boy yeah, yeah. Um, so right off the bat, the Kings are killing it. They are doing some crazy. I think Willie Colley Stein did like a huge dunk right in the beginning. Um, Buddy Heald is just like dropping buckets like crazy. Yeah. He can't keep his shirt tucked in. Buddy Heald the whole time, his shirt kept coming untucked and then he would tuck his shirt in. But in order to like tuck it in correctly, he'd pull his shorts like all the way up to his chest <laughs> and then shimmy them down oh boy and he just couldn't keep his shirt tucked in it was a mess um so zach collins comes in for la bcr at one point for the blazers this standing guy standing ovation sta- yeah, yeah everyone loves Zach collins people love Zach collins he, also he he i think we said I feel like I said he looked like um like a frat boy. Yeah, he looks I at the game I said he looks like a Harry Potter villain. Yeah, that's like accurate. This, he's this like tall, thin white guy. Like pale, so pale. So pale with like perfectly coiffed hair yeah. that's like gelled over. He he to me he looks like the kind of guy who's just like tequila shots, <laughs> like screaming. <laughs> everyone's like, No man, I don't want it. And he's like, no. Nah. He We're just like shots. peer pressures everyone <laughs> yeah. into doing everything. Yeah. I mean, he could be a nice guy. Who knows? That's yeah. Just his look. <laughs> I, he seemed like a nice guy. I mean, people he would love him. People love him. And he shared his favorite song that gets him pumped at the beginning. And of the he game. was, uh, he had a great game. Yeah. He had a really great game. Um, and it was, it was great because we kept hearing the coaches all yell, um, stuff like, uh, coach Terry Stotts was like, donk him <laughs> yeah that was fun that we were close enough where we could hear the coaches screaming yeah um, one of the assistant coaches at one time was like step up step up and we were like can they actually hear because it's so loud it is deafening in there the crowd is screaming it feels like at the top of their lungs right right and like at the beginning part the first half it's like not as intense you know it's like every game is like that. You know, people aren't super into it until it gets like down to the wire or whatever. But, but yeah, it's fun to hear what they're saying. I mean, we didn't hear any like good gossip or juice. We would share it with you if you did, but you know, just- yeah, we couldn't really hear what the players were saying, which is such a bummer. Cause there was a couple times where people were cracking up. Yeah. Seth, like Seth Curry, Seth Curry at one point was dying laughing. And I was like, he also was covering up his mouth with a towel, which makes me think he was saying dirty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nobody read these lips. Yeah. That's probably, it was probably not safe for work. That was what he was <laughs> yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> NBA after hours. Am I right? <laughs> but it was like, 
I was like, I want to know what he's laughing yeah, about. I know. I know. We were clo- uh. we were closer than ever, but we still didn't hear the jokes. No. Uh, it was just so loud in there. Yeah. Hey, uh, Blazers fans, keep it down so we can hear the jokes. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the solution is we need to get uh, courtside seats that are just on the bench, like between the players. Yeah. Or like on the, <laughs> in between the players. That would be great. Yes. Yeah. We should just be towel ladies. Ooh. <laughs> Do they pay for that? I don't know. That's a good question. They they must, but they're they usually very young. <laughs> and we're, yeah. we're just like slapping butts and handing out towels. Honestly, I'm down. <laughs> and I don't even care if I get paid. As long as we get, you know, seats in between the players. I'm just like, excuse me, room for one more. <laughs> you sit on the court. Yeah. I'm in a seat. <laughs> Um, we also saw Trent Jr. who had great tattoos. Oh yeah. These Amazing. Also total cutie pie. Total cutie pie. Like I was like, oh, heart eyes. <laughs> heart eyes. Um a very cute fella. Um so for Sacramento, Yogi Farrell comes out at one point. He is killing it. But he's very short, and we're kind of wondering how tall he is. He, it says he's six foot. Yeah. In his like official. Seems like a lie. Seems like a lie. Yeah. I think he's probably five nine or five ten. Five nine? Yeah. That's crazy. What do you think, Gabe? You're five nine? Gabe's five nine. Are are you taller than Yogi? Stand next to him. Yeah. Back to back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number 50 from Sacramento comes out. He gets thick boy. He's a big boy. He's a thick boy. Yeah. He's a real cutie. Super cute. He gets massive applause and we're like, did he used to play for the trailblazers? And we never looked it up. Did we, we never looked it up. But yeah. Gabe, do you want to look it up for us? Number 50 on Sacramento. Wait. Um, Caleb Swanigan. Yes. yes that was Swanigan. him. Swanigan. So did he used to play for the Trailblazers? Yeah, he did. He played uh, that makes sense. until very recently. Uh, okay. Oh, that so yeah. Because people were like standing and clapping for him. Um, he was cute, cutie, thick cutie, big old booty. Thick, cu- thick cutie, big old booty is like our song that we're going to put out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great photo of him. Uh, Gabe just found a horrible photo of him when he played for Purdue with his tongue out and his eyes rolled back in his head. Uh, but yeah, he, he was great. He was doing uh, great out there. Um, then at the end of the first quarter, we're at 39-30. The Kings are killing it. Can yeah. I say one thing about the first quarter? Yes. Um, I just wrote down in my notes that the Kings at one point made a big rim bouncer. Um, it just (laughs) bounced off the rim. It bounced off. So I see a bunch, very often you see a ball and it bounces off the rim even like a couple of times and then it goes out. Yeah. But this time it bounced off the rim a couple of times and it went in. Okay. I did see this. It bounced up, bounced up and then in, which is crazy. It was a big rim bouncer. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. That was, I've never seen it actually make it after a sequence like that. I think it was crazy. I don't, that's, I like that you came up with a name for that. If that's not what everyone calls it, they should now. Those are rim bouncers and it's crazy when they go in. That's official. It's crazy when they go in because it feels like it's a complete mistake. Right. But also like one bounce and in like, yeah, that makes sense. But two bounces. Yeah. And then in. 
<laughs> it's wild. <laughs> oh. Um, so we notice that the Blazers have Biofreeze as their sponsor on their jersey. And the Kings have Blue Diamond Almonds. Or like nuts. Ooh, I guess they do more than that's almonds. That's a good sponsor. I mean, honestly, it feels appropriate because California has so many orchard, like nut orchards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is appropriate for Sacramento. Um town, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we've told this story before on the show, but one time Agata and I got tricked by some friends into going to the American River in Sacramento. I like the way you phrased that. <laughs> Shout out to James and Eric. Eric, who didn't want us there. Eric, who told us, or who confessed later on that he did not want us to come. Um, so we were not prepped for the river at all. We're driving with Eric and James, and they keep saying Sacktown. Sack. Yeah. They keep saying Sack and Sacktown. Which is the grossest nickname Please. for a city. Do not call I it. I don't want to think about a ball sack when no. I'm driving somewhere. I don't even want to think about a, like, knapsack. <laughs> what is... Oh, a backpack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just sounds weird to call call a town Sack. sack I don't know. Town. And their jerseys say Sacktown. I mean, it's... I mean, so I bad. actually liked the jerseys they were playing no, for this nice. game. it's nice. I just wish they didn't say Sack on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish. What's uh, a better name? Mento. <laughs> Just call it Mento, guys. It, Mento's fresh freshness. <laughs> yeah, you could get sponsored by Mento. Yeah, it's perfect. That's a better way yeah, to go. Let's do that. Um, so Sacramento, please change <laughs> everything. Please, please change your nickname. Um, okay, something weird happened. Two men who we don't know, but I'm sure everyone in Portland knows them: Chad Dewar and Justin Myers. Apparently, they're local celebrities. Maybe they're sports bloggers or something. They climb into these big bubble balls. Oh. And yeah. then they slam into each other. I was like, what are you ta- about to talk about? <laughs> yeah, what was that? I don't, they, it was like just a timeout, timeout entertainment. And these guys, it's, yeah, it's like you see, I've seen them on like TV shows and stuff where yeah. you like, climb into this giant plastic bubble and you can go into like water or something and and they just ran towards each other and slammed into each other and whoever fell down lost like best two out of three one guy i think it was justin lost all three he could (laughs) not get that bubble working for him yeah yeah. uh and i just i wrote battle balls (laughs) (laughs) um yeah lots of good dunks this game um so partway through the second quarter, we actually left because we, I wanted to go get this like shirt of the game. Mm-hmm. But then when we went out there, it was all, all of the ones except for smalls were sold out. Yeah. And I wanted chicken. So we were on a mission. To get <laughs> yeah. Chicken and a t-shirt. Um, and so we missed a little bit in the end of the second quarter. But uh, when we got back, my best friend Estelle said that um, number 11 dunked. <laughs> She was keeping track for us. <laughs> and that buddy healed had to tuck in his shirt a couple more times. Oh, that's so nice of her. Yeah. She was very sweet. I said, did I miss anything? And that's what she told me. Well, she gets it. Um, so at the end of the second quarter, we've, we're at 87-62. Kings are still killing it. Yeah. It's looking bad for the Blazers. But honestly, 
it's not their starting squad. They have no pressure to win. They're kind of being chill about it. Yeah, they're like, whatever. We can do whatever we want. So we go into halftime and the halftime entertainment are two little cattle dogs who catch frisbees. Excellent. Truly beautiful. Great job, trailblazers. That's what we want. That's what the people want. Enthralled. These dogs were tiny, cute cattle dogs playing banjo music while they're jumping around. Jumping off the backs of these owners. Like it's it was very impressive. That's it. That's what the people want. Thank you. Yeah. Catching the frisbee in every possible way. It was wild. It was wild and we were having a good time. We were yeehawing. <laughs> um, I mean, at this point, I think I had a, a lot of drinks. In me. Yeah. I think I had some drinks, but slightly less. Yeah. And was still sipping on my giant collector's cup of soda. <laughs> um, so the players come back to shoot around and Dame has the tiniest bottle of Gatorade. Mm. and it's the cutest thing it also answered the question do they really drink gatorade it was it was definitely gatorade he drank gatorade which i guess you know sometimes they probably do they probably don't drink it all the time right this is not good for you no i think it's probably and maybe what he was drinking was like special like high performance gatorade that doesn't have sugar in it I don't know. Doubt it. Dame is different. <laughs> He's different because he drinks sugar Gatorade. Uh, maybe he shouldn't have been drinking it because he wasn't even playing. <laughs> he was just sitting around like the rest of us. I wrote something here that I don't remember, but maybe you remember. I put in quotes, rip coming. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't know. Let's move on. Uh, we don't know what that is. Uh, Rip sexy. coming. I, someone said it. Someone said it. It's in quotes. Don't know who said it. Okay. So number 11, which I believe is Myers Leonard, dunks. Then he does a three-point shot. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's on fire. He has a tattoo on the inside of his arm. His giant guns. Oh, Big yeah, guns yeah, Leonard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's killing it. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I think the Blazers really start to come back because I don't know exactly at what point in the game, but at some point the Blazers were down 28 points. Um, that was actually in the fourth quarter. Um, they were still really? losing at the end of the third. Okay. And honestly, we were pretty sure they were going to lose the game. Yeah, like it didn't it did, look like it they felt were like win. they didn't really care about winning and they weren't putting a lot of effort in and they were just like, yeah, whatever. Um, Swanigan at one point I did hear him say, I heard words out of his mouth. I didn't touch it. Yeah. Remember this? Yes, he got a foul mm-hmm. and he looks at the ref and he goes, I didn't touch it. <laughs> and that was maybe the ref didn't the best moment of our life that we actually heard someone say something um someone had a sign that said i've got nurkic withdrawal which was really cute oh yeah that was another thing people had giant signs which i assume staples center bans them because i've never seen them there we've never seen a sign in staples center and i yeah yeah, there was a lot of nurkic signs or damien signs most of the jerseys, I would say, are Damien or Nurkic. Myers Leonard at one point jumped almost completely over Yogi. <laughs> uh, it was amazing. 
Um, then I noticed that Williams on Sacramento has like, I don't know, cheetah print shoes. Actually, I think you noticed this. Mm, yeah. I don't think we got to get, they weren't like cheetah print, but they were like a crazy print. Yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't get an up close shot of them, but they looked interesting. The end of the third quarter is one thirteen ninety eight. Um, yeah, it doesn't look good for the trailblazers. Yeah. Portland, everyone was just like, let's just have a good time. Yeah. Um, Right before the fourth quarter starts, the dancers come out with a bunch of ushers from the arena. And then the ushers were doing a dance with (laughs) the dancers. It It was was amazing. It was really cute. I was distracted. I was looking at the players, but they were all watching the dancers. (laughs) They were watching. It was actually super cute to watch them watch the entertainment stuff. Yeah. Because usually they just ignore it. Well, and like, you know, Seth Curry, he knows he's not going to play at all. So he kind of was just like hanging out, twirling his gum, watching the guys in the bubble balls <laughs> run into each other. Yeah. Very you low know, stress situation. Yeah. For him. Chit-chatting with people, high-fiving. Um, the butts were kind of hard to see. Yeah. Because they were wearing like their baggy like sweats. Yeah. Like the they're they're wearing like sweaters on top that like covered up their butts. Yeah. Which is honestly I was pissed. <laughs> I was furious. And um I will be making a complaint to the Moda Center. Uh check your DMs. Yeah, I mean the whole Trailblazers organization just, you know, you're on blast. Like, can you just make those tops a right. little more form fitting. That's all we're saying. We're a little bit shorter, so we can just yeah. get a good look at what's already there. Crop tops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we get some crop tops in addition to the short shorts that everyone knows that we want. Um, exactly. <laughs> so at this point, the Trailblazers start making a comeback and it is deafening in that arena. Yes. Like the moment they start catching up. There was a whole stretch where they were defending like crazy. They would not let the Kings get a point, Mm -hmm. but they were also like dunking and scoring like crazy. And we've got Anfernee, Lil Rook. Oh, Anfernee. He's on fire. He's on fire. He's, he, he gets like an insane amount of points in this game. Everybody's so supportive and sweet. So cute to watch. He looks like he's 16. Yeah. He looks like a little baby. But, and he looks like he's only six foot tall if you include his hair. (laughs) Yeah, he's got tall hair. That's true. (laughs) Uh, But man, he was on fire. Um, At one point, Zach Collins is on the bench and he yells to Leonard. And I don't know what he's yelling, but I just was excited to be there. (laughs) He's like yelling at Leonard to like do something. And it was just like, oh my God, they're like helping each other. And Leonard's looking at him like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) It was exciting to see, Gabe. (laughs) Um, They kept doing this like, to to Anthony, they kept doing this like cooking. Oh yeah. The cooking sign. Yeah. When he makes a, he makes a shot and then it's like, um zach collins and And it was mostly zach collins right yeah just doing this like like stirring the pot pretend like he's holding a bowl and and mixing up a yeah exactly gabe's got us gabe's got a photo we'll Um, post 
it's like he's you know mixing up some brownie batter is what yeah. i said um and just really getting those brownies nice and uh you know distributed <laughs> like no lumps there's, there's no, no lumps. lumps there's no clumps of flour just, in there yeah you like really getting it smooth and just like perfectly fine so that when when it goes in the oven baby ooh, we got brownies <laughs> We, there, every bite has chocolatey goodness. <sighs> now I want brownies. <laughs> Gabe, do you can you brownies? make brownies? <laughs> <laughs> he said yes. Oh. Actually, I know how to make a brownie in the microwave really quick. It's really good. What? I'll do it right after. That sounds oh insane. Oh my god. Oh my god. Let's end right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's. I mean. Yeah, that was really fun to see is these young boys are out there shining and then the old guard is supporting them so hard. So hard. Yeah, they're every time they make a shot, they're up there, they're cheering, they're cooking, they're screaming and it, you know, we we love we 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 love these supportive boys. We love yeah. Uh it was great to watch. So, at one point Yogi lost his shoe and they were not calling timeout. He was like hobbling around trying to put the shoe on. It should be an automatic timeout. It should be an automatic timeout. Um, also, um, I think his name is Freak Mason on Sacramento. Had baby blue shoes that were super cute. Yeah. Um, Trent at one point was stretching like while someone was doing a couple free throws and was like oh, his pointing butt his butt like right towards <laughs> us. Yeah, and I was like, is it, is it? She's like, he's stretching. He's fine. He's fine. Make sure you get a glimpse of it. Um, it looked great. It was great, but great Trent, butt. very handsome fella. He is beautiful. Great tattoos. I know we mentioned them earlier. They they look great. Yeah. Um, Maybe I just am into tattoos. I've learned from doing this show. I know. I, it's funny because you have never expressed an interest no. you don't have any of your I own i don't have any i don't want any and but, but i like a bad boy you do like a bad boy <laughs> i like That's a strange. bad boy <laughs> um is that why you like me i'm a bit of a bad boy i don't know <laughs> i have tattoos you have tattoos but you're not a bad boy you're I like know. a good boy darn it i try to be a bad boy so you're hard kind and of I'm the opposite not. of a bad boy i'm sorry <laughs> So anyways, <laughs> final score was 136-131. Trailblazers won. Woo! Yay! It was such an exciting fourth quarter. Like, the moment that the Trailblazers passed the Kings, um, I actually got a video of it. I put it on my Instagram. Um, you should follow me if you want to <laughs> see it. Uh, except for it'll be long gone by then. Um, that moment was like, the arena exploded. Yeah. Like, everybody was on their feet. Like... It was just excitement all the way from there to such the end a of the great game. crowd to watch this game with. People I mean, it was a great game. It was yeah, it was it was so much fun. The excitement level was so high. Even even like a low stakes game like this, where no one really, it's not like they were fighting to get into the playoffs or really had. Any, I think Gabe mentioned that like if they had lost this game, they would have been in a slightly better position. Um, yeah, if they had lost this game, I think they would have been up against the Jazz. Um, isn't wait? And now they're up against the Thunder, which they've lost to oh, a bunch. That's right. So yeah, so now they're playing against the Thunder, which is a rough matchup. So for them. It, it almost would have been better if they had lost this game, but it doesn't matter. Everyone was so excited. Yeah, 
Anthony Simons, who's 19 years old, had 37 points, nine assists. 37 points, people. That's insane. Yeah, record high for a little rook. Ugh. Adorable little rook. Cutie. Um, so let's go ahead and give out some donkeys. Donkeys! Great. So most points goes to our blazer boys. Awesome. Uh, best dunk. I don't, I can't remember a dunk. I just know that Myers Leonard was dunking a lot. All right. Let's I can't remember any of them, but he did it a bunch. Let's give it to him. Why not? He deserves it. Um, shoes. It, I think it, you know, unfortunately has to go to Sacramento because they come out with Fox has these orange shoes. Um, Mason has these blue shoes. They were actually coming with the shoes way more than blazers were. Let's do it. I mean, we, we have to be unbiased party here. Yeah. We give it to the winner. Uh, Gabe, you have one? Yeah, I wanted to give one to like my favorite thing that I heard the announcers say uh, <laughs> on TV. I can't decide between two, so I think I'll say them both and you guys can decide which one wins. Um, at one point, someone got fouled and the announcer said, he got popped right in the chops. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Boy. I like that. Which made me feel like he had like big mutton chops or something. <laughs> something. Someone punched, like, punched one. <laughs> I like that. And then the other thing was at one point, Scal Labissiere made a shot of some kind. And the guy said, Scal Labissiere savoir faire. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? What is that? He said, Sal Labissiere savoir faire. I still don't understand what you're saying. It means he knows how to do it. In French. Oh. So... It, I don't is know he French? French? Um, I think he's Haitian. Oh, that's fine. Uh, well, I like both of those because they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to the trailblazers either way, I think. So okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I kind of like the Savoir Faire one only because you know he's had that in his pocket the whole time. Where he like, maybe was like, what can I say that's French? That's like, Savoir faire is like a thing that people know in English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently not me. <laughs> um, how about best drip? Yes. CJ McCollum. Yeah, it's gotta be CJ. He looked good. And then I remember our, um, we were in, I can't remember which Lyft driver, but one of our drivers was like, oh, you went to go see a Trailblazers game? One of their players looks like Urkel. And I was like, who looks like Urkel? And then we kind of went through a bunch of people and I was like, oh shit, he's talking about CJ McCollum. <laughs> he kind of does look like Jaleel White. Yeah, that's true. But Jaleel White also looks very nice, so. True. Um, how about best tattoos? I think Trent gets it all the way. Yeah. His, he had great tattoos. True. Go look him up. Very nice. True. Great hats. Great cutie. So, okay, we didn't interact with the um, King's mascot, but they have a mascot called Slamson the Lion. Mm. Yes. Slamson, great name. Mm-hmm. It's a lion. That's pretty cool. Uh, King, lion, I see that connection. Also, 
Samson the king? Is that where Slamson comes from? I don't know, but Slamson, you're not as good as Blaze. Sorry. Blaze is great. Blaze, I mean, you're going to see this photo of him with us. Yeah, you're going to love it. It's you're gonna know he's the best. <laughs> so he gets uh best mascot, I think. All right. So who who wins the donkeys? Drum roll, please. <laughs> uh, the fart drum roll, is that what that was? <laughs> I was trying to do a real drum roll. It just came out <laughs> as farts. Well, I mean the trailblazers win it by Yay. far. Um they get uh five donkeys. If you want to include the announcers, they get six, and the Kings got one. Aww. We love you, Kings. We we, we love De'Aaron Fox. Um, you guys are great, and we wish you all the best. Yeah. But this was a real Portland yeah. game and for we're us. On, and, you know, no disrespect, but we were, we're glad that the Blazers won because it was fun to be there for a home win. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah. Dame is different. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's true. It's true. So we're going to have another, We're gonna, our next episode is going to be our normal episode that comes out on Wednesday. Um, we're going to be covering the first game of the playoffs between the Spurs and the Nuggets, which is happening. San Antonio. <laughs> San Antonio. No. Oh, nice. nice. Both great songs. Uh, yeah. So it's actually happening uh, in like 10 minutes. Uh, the game starts between these two uh, West Coast competitors, and we'll see who makes it uh, to the next round. So watch along. Um, I mean, by the time I say this, it won't be relevant anymore. We did tweet it out, so follow us on Twitter <laughs> if you want the most updated playoff info. Well, we're we're not gonna. It's gonna be hard for us to know in advance which games we're covering since things are changing around so much. So um, keep an eye on our Twitter. It's at Dunktown Podcast. We're gonna announce each game uh, before we do it. And let's get into our mail basket. So this message is from Jay. Um, he says, you've likely heard of where the new ba- headbands come from, but if not, Drew Holiday started wearing them two or three years ago. And I agree, they need a better name than Samurai Bands. What about Hendrix Bands? I don't know. Also, your podcast is amazing. Thank you for content. Cheers, Jay. And then the bottom of it says, sent while hooping. <laughs> <laughs> great email jay jay you know what this is good because i was feeling kind of uncomfortable about the term samurai headbands because it feels yeah just it's so appropriative yeah so let's call them hendrix headbands that's perfect yeah um so from now on we're referring to the headbands as hendrix headbands great idea love you i'm glad that you put down your or you picked up your phone while you were hooping so you could also kind of dangerous to text while or like email while hooping yeah but you know we respect it yeah um if you want to contact us um you can always email us at hi at dunk.town or you can dm us on twitter instagram or tag us and stuff uh dunktown podcast for both of those we also have a voicemail basket. Um, you can call us at 903-420-DUNK uh, and leave a message there. We'll address it. Uh, and I want to uh, share a little message from our friend Nick. Um, first of all, from us to Nick, thank you so much. You really made our dreams come true. Seriously, Nick, you are an angel. And it was so nice meeting you. Yeah. And 
we cannot thank you enough for these tickets. It was such a fun time. Um, and we asked him what he wanted to plug. And he said, you can plug newspapers in general and supporting journalism. Um, he publishes the Daily Journal of Commerce in Portland and the Daily Reporter in Wisconsin. Um, so if you're into construction and you live in those places, <laughs> read those. Uh, read those. Um, and then also he wants to plug Portland and the rest of Oregon. Um, come visit. We love sharing our little slice of heaven with cool people. Um, and if anyone's looking for a new team, give the Blazers a chance. They're sweeties. I agree with that. Yeah. They are sweeties. We had such a good time. Portland is an amazing city. I always have fun. Great food. Great people. Great fun. Also, if the Chamber of Commerce or the Mayor's Office of Portland is listening, look Nick up. I think he would be great for you. <laughs> <laughs> he really is promote, promoting your town. Yeah. Um, and he's doing a great job of it. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunked Podcast. Check out our website, dunk.town. Um, so here's a fun thing. We announced this um, on our last episode, but if you missed it, we're doing a playoff bracket. Um, you have until April 18th to sign up. Um, our, you can go to dunk.town slash bracket and the password is cuties. Just sign up and then go to put, click on picks and then choose your picks before the 18th. Um, and it's just for fun. It's uh, fun. Yeah. I, we've got a good amount of people yeah, in there. Yeah, we've got like so. 60 people there already who are who are going to be playing. Um, and yeah, just join us. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Um, it really helps us out to get those. Thank you again to our friend Nick for making our dreams come true. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our beautiful theme music. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the artwork. Thank you to you guys for listening and being so supportive and sweet. We love you guys so much. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.